Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, my name is Morgan Cohen. I'm a 25-year-old girl that's still trying to figure out life just like everyone else. I'm starting this podcast to make sense out of all the messes I've made in my life. And believe me when I say I've made countless amounts of messes in these last 25 years. On the Morgan B. Cohen Show, we will talk about everything people are too scared to say out loud, anywhere from falling in love with the wrong person, surrounding yourself with the wrong people, bad friendships, friendship struggles. You know that feeling when you want to throw a party, but you don't know if anyone will show up? Well, that's how I feel right now. So if you are here, welcome to the party. I know you'll have a great time. Welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm Taylor. I'm already laughing. Well, because I've got two hilarious ladies in front of me, you guys. Ashley and Raina from Girls Gotta Eat Podcast. Hey, girls. Hey. Hi. I'm so excited. But I'm laughing because I just listened to your recent podcast where like you guys thought Raina said, hey, guys. And it was like, we would never. And then she's like, never. I said, hey, girl. And then I'm like, oh, my God. When I say, hey, girl, hey, they're going to think I'm the biggest loser in the world. What's wrong with us that we're... (laughs) saying guys we could say like what are we doing you're (laughs) you're right no but hey girl hey i've like it's just a part of me now totally but my god like the hey girl hey of it all i mean it's been 20 years i've been doing it did you invent it i did not invent it but people think i didn't i like let them i invented hi guys (laughs) even though the show's called girls gotta eat i was like let's make it inclusive for everyone (laughs) i actually think that's smart well so here's my my hi guys is like the alternative is more like a y'all and i'm so anti like y'all well it's upset every once in a while but i'm just kind of like well we were kind of trashing we weren't trashing it but i was like why wouldn't we say hi girls the show is girls right but it sounds kind of also it sounds hey girl hey is really it sounds really nice and fun but hi girls sounds a little condescending (laughs) i hate when people email us and they say hi girls but like the show's called girls gotta eat (laughs) that's true and i also hate hi all and I don't really know what I want them to do. Hey, ladies. You know what we were, you know what Rain and I were getting? And we cringe every time. And what? We literally, hi, both. No, no. Constantly. Constantly. Hi, fired both? Someone over. <laughs> Why don't they just say I'm your kidding, individual but... names? I, I think that in like the larger corporate institutions, they've instructed people to do that because it feels more inclusive. Because we're not in all because there's two of us. And it's so it's like, hi, both. Or, like, right. They didn't want to write hi, girls. Like, it, 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 I guess maybe there's a whatever we're we are both identify as girls or women or whatever maybe right. it, but i'm like i think just ashley and reyna comma <laughs> right. i agree with that I, just when I both, use names. I, if it would come through i would be like <gasps> and i'm like we gotta high both <laughs> <laughs> we hated it sometimes we get an r hey r and a i don't even mind that as much it's fine yeah. yeah that's lazy as fuck though it's so <laughs> lazy <laughs> you guys i haven't seen you since hannah burner's bachelorette party like, are you serious bubbling. yes can you even? Because no. you guys up and abandoned us in New York City. Okay, I invited oh, you to my birthday party. I didn't go to the wedding. I was at Stassi and Bo's wedding. I, yeah. was, I was officiating. So like she had me on a technicality. Right. We haven't seen you since then. Isn't that insane? And then didn't you get a niece or nephew then? I got. Oh, my God. You're so sweet. Yes. Yeah, see. Oh, my God. Do you see? This is why I'm going to be a bad parent, because I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. Who even knows about people's nieces and nephews? Well, I'm in the culture. And so now I forgot that I had a niece until you said it. I was like, <laughs> one 
Ashley is big aunt energy, okay? We just love to talk about her nephew on the show. Like, it's yeah. just really important in our culture. Well, I just remember you getting that call. Yes. And it was, like, happening when we were there, oh right? Oh, my God, yes. You're such a good Oh, my God. She has the best memory. It's her worst quality. I am a Swiss cheese brain. It's so bad. That's me so too. terrifying. To I remember everything. You can literally convince me of anything because I can't tell you that didn't happen. Literally. I believe anything you say I did or said. Yeah. Um, So yeah, so she had the baby. Her name is Scarlett. She's so cute. Her nose is always running and it's amazing. (laughs) Ever since I got a nose job, it's so runny. (laughs) But I, 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 I wouldn't take my old nose back. The new one just runs a lot. The new drippy droppy nose. Yeah, yeah they didn't fix the faucet. I stay dripping. <laughs> oh, you guys. Yeah, you left. How long ago did you move to L.A. from New York City? So Ashley's wanted to live out here for a long time. And I was always like, you will get me out of New York City with a crowbar. Like, have Literally. fun. Bye. Yep. Um, and then I even made peace with like, maybe we could do this across the country. But um, we were like, we came out here a lot during COVID. And we really enjoyed it. We were spending like, longer periods of time here. And we decided to do a three-month rental starting in January. And just like, see how okay. we were going to like it. And Yeah, this past January. Yeah, this past January. And a few weeks in, we both were just like, I think I want to stay. Wait, I have a question. Okay, so I love visiting LA. But whenever, so the only time I lived here, I was in college. And I just remember it, like, I just had this, like, deep sadness inside of me. Okay. I think it's that Hollywood is, and it's different now. But when I lived out here, it was like TV movies and not really even rally television. It wasn't like a thing in mm-hmm. the industry. No influencers. So I just remember feeling deeply out of the loop and insignificant, which I don't like feeling that way. Totally. So I was like, this place is depressing. I fucking hate it. Unless you're like a star, like you're a nobody and I don't want to be a nobody. So there was like this low grade sadness always. And then I guess when I worked at Sirius, I came back here and I, um, oh my God, what's his name? Billy Bush. I like had a connection to him. So I went to like access and I would like watch him do his radio show. It was just the weirdest thing ever. But I remember that was a moment where I like went on a lot and I was like, I am special. Yeah. So <laughs> I liked it a little bit then. Plus my husband was rich and we were staying at the peninsula. So I was like, I love LA. You're really onto something with having enough money to enjoy it yes. and feeling like somebody enough. Yes. And then our whole thing is having friends here. So like my best friend lives down the street from me. We Huge. like walk the dogs every day. It felt like very familial and it, feel, it felt like home. And then we just have all these friends here. Raina has like, most, most of our friends have moved from New York. Let's be honest. Like all, all of our, our friends, friends are, are like New York, Yorkers, yeah. but we have this like thriving social scene. Raina yeah. lives over in Venice. We have all these girlfriends over there. So that's a huge part of it. I think moving here fresh, young twenties or whenever, or even whenever, whatever age and not having a friend group would be really difficult. Right. Yeah. And I think at a young age, there is a sense that like people in Hollywood, like prey on young women and totally. you get taken advantage of whether it's emotionally or sexually or, you know, because Everybody that's young feels like, am I enough? What am I going to do to leave my mark on the world? Yes. And I think that it's easy to prey on people like that because they want to fit in. Well, when I lived out here, so this is when I was like, fucking, I'm out of here. So my uncle was out here casting and I wanted to be out here like working on the business side of like TV movies, whatever. And I mean, I really wanted to be in it, but I was just like, whatever, I can't make it. I'll just be on the business side. So I went out to lunch with this guy who was like, I want to hire you as my intern. And I met him. I had like a friend who was like in the program with me that we were out here for. Um, It was like we weren't abroad per se, but it was like, you know, a semester, whatever, away from Ithaca. And she was like dating this guy who was like, we were in our 20s. So he was probably like in his mid 40s, late 50s, red flag. We went out. He brought a friend with him. That friend was like, you're like really top knockage. Like, I'm, I'm going to hire you. And I was like, great. Meanwhile, he showed up to the meeting wasted. And then he was like, you know, like, oh, are those earrings real? Are they CZ? Like I had these fake diamond earrings. And what? he's like, baby, let's go to Vegas. I'll put like Harry no. Winston in your ears. And I was like, this man is sexually verbally talking to me. And I was like, that's it, LA. I'm never coming back here again. I get it. You know? Yeah. You're like, there's, it's all predators. It is. Yes. And then people that are like full of shit. Yes. Which still is a thing. Yeah. People are less susceptible to it. I find it. Like no one's going to take advantage of me and Ashley. Like, what are you going to take advantage? Oh, you're going to come on our show. You're going to show us like (laughs) no one's going to take advantage of us. And I feel so (laughs) happy here. I wake up every day. The sun is shining. I have a car. I can run an errand in a car. The way I'm so jealous. There are not words. People go out earlier. They come home earlier. It's less drinking. It's just like, I feel really happy here. I had a date at home last night in my home. Yes. And I could like cook a meal in my kitchen and not be in one room that's so tiny. I'm like, I hate being here. It was just, I love it here. Wait, was a date with Dallas business card man (laughs) guy? (laughs) I like man a little better. (laughs) What did I call it? It's guy. guy. It's guy. But we that doesn't track either because the guys thing something about he feels like a man. He really is like a man, man. Ooh, Dallas dude. business card man. 
<laughs> Why is that hit so differently than guy? A guy is like, he's just a dude. Yeah. Man is like, he's a man. man. <laughs> it also just sounds like we're making fun of you for your business card if it's guy, but man, you're like, oh, he's a business card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really just elevated him. He's the a fuck man up. with a business card. <laughs> Actually, they were laughing so hard. She's like, you're so lucky you have like a nickname for your guy. I don't have a nickname. So we gave him a nickname and it came out today. So we watched it together today. I have to hear about this. So he's so I listened. So he he like I had a thing. I don't get up and he's here yeah. right now. Uh-huh. He's, he's I know like, he surprised visited. He kind of he did surprise me. He, he told me Friday, but he was like, I'm flying in on Sunday. and I like lost my mind. So he and he's like flying out tonight. Because we were going to go a month without seeing each other. And it was just really getting difficult. Where is he? Can you say? I know you got your like. He's on the East Coast. On the East Coast. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I moved from New York and then got a boyfriend on the East Coast. Yeah. It would have been great if I lived in New York. It's super close. <laughs> I keep ride. Like She moved west. And she was like, what I'm going to do is date even further east. Yes. yes. Just going to keep going. I'm going New England. <laughs> um, so he he lo- loves the podcast, obviously. He always has. And um, he. I had to do a little work this morning, so he like queued it up, and then that when that part came up where we gave him this nickname, Raina started calling him Sparkle Eyes. Sparkle Eyes is the best. Beautiful eyes. It's his eyes are unbelievable. I'm like, how how is this a real person? But we were like watching it together, just laying on the couch. I was just like, this is so funny to watch this with you. He was laughing. Oh, I got yeah. Okay, I need to know like how long this has been going on. Like, I, I mean, what's the origin story? I need all the details. Um. I'm trying to think how to share this like so it's not too real no, i know uh, and just to be clear too yeah. like you guys so we've talked about this i think the last time we podcast together which was like a gajillion years ago but like you have learned that it's better to keep your relationships as private as possible yeah, given your I just, jobs i want to share about my life it's it's like it's also like him he's just a private he's a normal person yeah. you know it's we're not some like public couple you right. know like he doesn't do the kind of thing that we do so basically met him at a show he came to a show like two years prior. Okay. And we met him. It's like a whole story. He like allegedly, not allegedly, he had a crush on me back then. Like okay. a loose crush, like whatever. He'd like seen our virtual shows. His best girlfriend's a fan of the show. And he had seen me and was like, who's that? You know, so he comes to the show and he not me. had a, he was like, not that one. <laughs> he, he's pretty tall. So, he, yeah, that would be greedy. You're not allowed to date super, super tall guys. It's not fair. Yeah, I prefer he's it. Like six, three. <laughs> yeah, he's tall. Um, uh, and he had a girlfriend at the time. So it wasn't like he was beat. He, he came with her to the show. Yeah. It was just a, like, a mild, no. harmless crush. Oh my yes, God, you were totally. his hall pass. Holy fuck. This is why I don't allow hall passes. Okay. Continue. Right. Okay. Thank you. That's kind of it. Yes. She didn't love it. She wasn't into the hall she pass. She wasn't into it. No. Yeah. I I mean, now given what circumstances, I understand why she. Well, I jokingly am like, I'm accessible. Yes, you can fuck me. Like, I'm not Beyonce. (laughs) There's only a thousand people in this room. Like, I'm. I can see you. Like, we're interacting. Yes, I have slept with dudes after shows. This is not that much of a reach. Right. Which that's why I can understand her being like, "Yo, <laughs> right." Hall passes need to be a little less accessible. I more agree. Famous. Right. They should. You know what? It should just be a list hall passes. Wait, what was was it in Fleischman and her hall pass was like the guy in their friend group? No, one of the no. husbands in the friend group. Yeah, yeah. No, it doesn't work like that. Right. So <laughs> that is so funny. Basically, after that, you know, he's a super like stand up guy. There wasn't anything shady going right. on. But when they they ended up breaking up, you know, shortly thereafter, whatever, and. He and I just DM'd for years, off and on, nothing like just sporadically. It was mm-hmm. like flirty. And um we went back and did the tour in May. And I just like thought to DM him, like, wonder if he's coming to the show. Right. And, you know, I jokingly say, like, I got off birth control at the end of April and I was just like really horny and happy and was just like we were on <laughs> tour. And I was like, I'm gonna fuck a guy in every city. He knows this. It didn't happen like that. But <laughs> I jokingly was like, I just wanted to see what was up. Like, right. I knew you were into me. And I was just like, let's see what that guy's doing. And like, here we are, you know, a little over two months later. So he didn't come to the show, but he met up right after. And then we went out that night. And then that's it was just kind of on since then. We've <sighs> been in like New York. He came to Cabo for my birthday. Oh, happy birthday, um, by the way. Welcome to the club. Thanks. Florida. It, it was it was like, a. <laughs> how do you feel? I'm not OK, actually, with it. Are you 40 now? Yeah. I'm 40 before you. Okay. you're So you're younger than me. You'll I'm always younger. for the rest of your life be younger than me. So I talked about this like at length on our podcast. Yes. I did struggle with it. Yeah. I'm like not feeling like I identified with it. Yeah, I'm saying. I just felt like a girl in my 30s, you know, thriving in her 30s. And yeah. And then I just was like, it's so not on 
it's so not who I am to like not own everything about me. Yes, that's how I'm I feel too. I'm not going to lie about this. I, I'm not trying to hide it. Right. You know, and I will say like having a partner helped, uh-huh. you know, that wasn't the sole reason that I decided to like really get excited and own it. But it was part of it. You know, I was like, I kind of want to enter this next stage of life in a different like with a partner. I wanted a partner already, yeah. I didn't, you know, so that helped. And it was like, I just had to really tell myself, like, I've gotten everything I wanted. And now that was kind of the final icing on the cake. And I'm here with all my friends. We're doing this amazing trip. And like, I fucking love it. I'm I can't. Why would I not? It's a privileged age for one. Of course. You know, like I look, I think of like when Beyonce turned 40 and I said this on our podcast, I remember watching Chelsea lately when Chelsea Handler turned 40 and it just seemed like these women are like boss ass bitches. They're hot. They're thriving. They're loving life. Like I want that. And to send that message and to feel authentic. And it felt so good because I really, I wasn't like, excited about it for months i am so with you i'm still yeah. grappling i think for me 40 means like i think that there's milestones i feel like i should have hit first of all Raina, how old are you not 40 oh, yeah that's that works not <laughs> 40 there um no but i'm telling close. you close. it really but even even not being there it's still I, i'm telling you it feels like worlds away well we were talking about aging and i said you know it's it's ridiculous you're putting your head in the sand if you pretend that people don't speak about women in their 40s differently totally. as you get older people will leave comments on our instagram uh, two girls in their 40s like it's an insult like and i'm also like how dare you I, we actually just did this thing at your media they did this game where it was like i read my one well it's not a game i read my one star reviews it's actually a punishment and oh, we don't no, do that it was we would so, never it was so funny they can't be them funny. on camera. They can't be funny. But one woman was like, "So talented, yet forty. <laughs> and I was like, Wait, "What? Thank you for saying I'm talented, but like somehow it's negated." She was actually she was complaining because I say like too much, and she was like, "How does such a talented forty year old?" And I was like, oh. 40, 40, 40, You fucking bitch! I'm gonna find you!" Like I was so. But I was like, "I'm choosing to be insulted by forty, but it was used as a weapon." It was. Right. But I like the idea of aging. Like the person that I was out with last night, he was asking me, like, do you girls think about appealing to like a younger generation and how you're going to do that? And uh-huh. he was saying, like, don't do that, essentially. Well, like, yeah, what, and what? I said, like, it is such a privilege to be authentically asked. By the way, I don't really want dating advice from a 24 year old. Right. I, I'm not taking yeah. it. And I'm not going to pretend that I can give dating advice to a 22 year old, 23 year old. I'm not going to manufacture something about myself that doesn't exist. It's not real. Right. I'm exactly where I'm at. I've had the life experiences that I've had and. I'm proud of the life I've built. If you don't relate to it, there's a million other shows out there you could go listen yeah. to. It's such a good well, point. Your audience really does like grow with you. And mm-hmm. I had this moment last night. Um, we went to this concert and it was the, off- I saw the, the emo, Offspring. The emo concert. Yeah. Which the I think like, wait, do you like that? Or is it like the things you do for love kind no, of thing? This, you know, I'm not Kourtney Kardashian. I really do like that kind of music. <laughs> and I, I'm glad that I was on record earlier this year saying that I was back on The Offspring for some reason. Oh, it was Beef. The show Beef kind of got me back oh, into yeah. that music. Mm-hmm. And he loves that kind of music. But we saw, and I used to love Simple plan back in the day and so it was like some 41 simple plan and the offspring was the headliner and no it was super fun and i like you know i'm not i really do it's not my top genre right but it's also nostalgic but so the lead singer of the off simple plan some 41 are a little younger the offspring's older this the lead singer is 57 okay just crushing it crushing. and here they are in this audience that everyone's older everyone they're they sold it out this huge amphitheater he's you know 57 killing it and it's like the audience is still with them 30 years later. Right. Like, I'm not saying that we get to have a 30 year career, but oh, why not? I think you guys absolutely like will. I kind of like I it just reminded me that like people will grow with us and we may get even new listeners who are like, wait, I'm in my 40s and now I relate more. I don't know. Or even yes, younger absolutely. people who are like, like you said, it's like, why not take life advice from people who have actually fucking lived it? And <laughs> yes. we like have noticed this really cool phenomenon that just started having this year. A lot the of moms <laughs> have been bringing their daughters to the show. So like a young mom of like, mom's age. Yeah, like a young mom who's like 43, 44 with like a 20 year old daughter. Yes. And they're bringing them in. I can't tell you how many emails we get from parents that say like, you've helped me relate to my children. Totally. And, and probably like so help nice. them give advice to their kids. This is a total flex yeah. I'm about to do. Yeah. When I worked at Sirius, the talent department was like, somebody wants to come meet you. And I thought it was like, just like a, I don't know, manager's kid or something. <laughs> and I walk around the corner and Selena Gomez is like, yeah, Wizards of Waverly plays Selena Gomez. Okay. She's a kid. She's on Disney. She's banging against the glass like this because she's being interviewed and I'm walking around the corner. Selena Gomez wants to meet 
Me. What? <laughs> okay. So her mother was an avid listener of my show, Wake Up With Taylor. And so Selena was like, my mom, I've met every celebrity in the world. My mom has never been more excited to meet somebody in, in her entire life. And she always says when it comes to like dating or friends, what would Taylor do? <gasps> oh my God. Wow. Now I will use this as an opportunity to say, Selena, where are you? Come on yeah. the fucking podcast. Right. Okay, it's Selena reached out and was like, my mom is such a fan. <laughs> But like, I think Can I, you even? I just have owned it. Like the email that we got that hit me in the chest was this past tour. And she goes, I'm 21. I'm coming with my mom who's 39. Uh, and I was 39 at the time. And I was like, oh, like, mom is in the audience. That's my age, like my exact age. Like yes. even one year different. Like I was right. like, it's happening. And it's, it's, it, we're probably, if daughter's in their early 20s, like we are closer to the mom's. Absolutely. If she had her kids in her, you know, 20s. Speaking of kids, we were talking before we started recording. What are your both y'all's thoughts on kids? You know, we're we're around the same age. Um, What do you think about having kids for yourselves? I've been having some feelings about it lately. Me too. Um, Hard no. I'm so jealous that you get to say that. It's always been a hard no. How did you know it was a hard no? Um, So I can identify the feelings I'm feeling. I So I... Again, we did we did an episode on our podcast called Choosing to Be Child Free, and it was like the, one of the best things I feel like we ever put out because yep. it means so much to me. And I also always want to talk very sensibly because I never want to be like flippantly like I never want kids because people struggle to have children. Totally, you know. So I always want to speak sensibly to you know moms to be and mothers and stuff. I just have never wanted it. I've never. I guess when I was a little kid or something, or you know, you're. A teenager, you're like, of course, I'll get married and I'll have kids. Like, right. But once I started to just become an adult, I was like, I can't, not, no part of it is anything I want to, not, not being pregnant, not having a little kid, not yeah. having an older kid. And I have a wonderful family. I'm so close with my mom and my dad and my brother and all of our family. So it was like, it's, I don't, you know, I think sometimes I'm wondering if people, there's two different things you kind of, I'm like, I had the best family. I have no desire to recreate something I didn't I have. I get that. That's just, that's what it is. I yeah, don't know. I respect it. And I'm I'm jealous, but we'll talk about me in a second. Wait, yeah, Raina, what about, about you? What's, what's... Um, I just thought my whole life, it was a foregone conclusion that I would have children. I never really thought about it. Right. And then I I sort of got to an age where I started seeing everybody around me having children. And I yeah. met Ashley and we had these, this thriving career. And I started to, I never really met a woman before that was so steadfast in her desire to not want children. I was so confident in it. Yeah. And was just like, I just don't see it for my life. It's not, you know, it's not this terrible thing. I'm, Ashley just was so honest about it. And I started and to really to that, seriously. think about it. Thanks. And I started to really think like, maybe this isn't in the cards for me. Um, and then all my friends started having children. And I saw the things that everybody had to do to be a good parent. I started mm-hmm. to think about the things that my parents did to be great, amazing, supportive, selfless parents. And I thought like, I don't want to do these things. Right. It doesn't seem fun to me. Mm. And I think it's bad parenting to have children and not want to give your kids the kind of life that you had. My parents were the like, get up, make breakfast in the morning, drive you to school, go to the baseball field, take you to the museum, like do every single thing. Same. Those things don't sound fun to me. No. Um, But I, and I I still am leaning towards no, it still doesn't really seem that fun to me. But I was talking to Ashley about this recently. And like, my parents are much older. They're getting older. My dad's 76. Mm -hmm. Like, you have a finite amount of time with them. And my brother lives in London with his wife. And that's my family. Right. So, like, when I think about that all going away, I start to think, like, do I want to create that unit? This is the only thing that makes me, like, not freak the fuck out. So, I'm doing it. I am, like, (laughs) I relate to the things you're saying. And yet, here I am. I have two embryos ready to go. Okay. Tay, you know, we did the whole egg retrieval with her and everything. We have a sperm donor. So we have two of Taylor's embryos. I yeah. am going back and forth if I want to even um, retrieve my eggs. And also it's like an age thing. I'm like, I, it's so expensive. I just don't know if it's worth it. Plus we have her, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, but, um, <sighs> did you always know she wanted to be a mother? Like, did you guys talk I about did. this? I did. Well, I think it's because you guys talk. I've talked about this on the first date with <laughs> everybody. So I know. I can't I can't talk about I, it enough. I have to talk about it on a, my last two relationships. I First date, I was like, do you want children? They said no. I was like, great, let's go. This guy that I went out last night, first date, I said to him, do you want children? He said, I used to, like Ashley's guy, I used to think it was kind of in the cards for yeah. me. I don't think I really want to. I tell people right out of the gate. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Talkspace. You guys know me. You know the way I love therapy. And so I'm so excited to be working with Talkspace because I am a huge proponent in therapy for myself and for the world. Like, we need driver's licenses to drive a car. 
I feel like every human being should have to like go to a therapist in order to like be a functioning human. I'm telling you, whether you're struggling with something right now or not necessarily, I think everybody should have a therapist. So it's no secret. My wife and I are obsessed with our therapist. She's treated us as a couple's therapist. She's treated us individually. I'm obsessed with her. And you guys know that because a lot of you guys slide into our DMs asking for her contact information. Bad news, she's not available. She has a full client roster. She's not taking on anybody new. The good news is there's talk space. So all of you guys can get matched with an incredible therapist and get on your way. I'm sure you're thinking like, well, yeah, like having a therapist or a psychiatrist, it would be helpful. But maybe you're like, well, I don't have the time to find one or to meet one. How will I afford it? Or maybe you're like, I'm in a good place right now. I don't really need someone right now. I'll wait till something bad happens. There's no better time to start therapy than today. Talkspace also makes it easy and affordable. So here's the deal. At Talkspace.com, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. So the way I love a virtual session. So I've been on and off therapy since I was like, I don't know, like in my early teens. And I used to have to go in person, which it was great, but like it's a lot to get there. But now that things are remote, it is the most, it is so easy and so convenient. We just literally have sessions, my wife and I, from the comfort of our home. Talkspace is also the number one online therapy platform with licensed therapists in over 40 specialties. So they can really help you with any specific challenges that you might be facing. Maybe it's anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationship issues, so much more they got you covered. Also, I know a big concern is uh, security and privacy. Talkspace actually uses the latest end-to-end bank-grade encryption technology, so you can feel safe in that regard. And they also comply with the latest HIPAA regulations, which means like it is private and you don't have to worry about that. And the best thing, Talkspace is affordable and in-network with most major insurers. So like they have you covered. And as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off, $80 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash Taylor. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace, that's T-A-L-K-S-P-A-C-E dot com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R to get $80 off your first month. So you're showing support for yourself and you're showing support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Taylor. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. And now back to the podcast. Have you guys read The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo? I just finished oh, it. Oh my God, I'm reading it. I not read it. <laughs> you can't tell it. Ashley. You can't tell what happened. Oh, f- is it about okay. like a deep love? Yeah. Okay. I guess you do find out like no, pretty early not, on. We'll I don't want to ruin, ruin it. But also, it's important. You can ruin it. No, 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 no. It's a book. There, it's there's just, there, there's them. such deep, I'll just say this. It's just <laughs> such a deep it. love that she has. Yeah. And there's a moment where there's something that happens with the person that she loves the most. And like the regret she had of like maybe, you know, not spending so many, like certain years that they could have had together together because like of a fight that they had. And the way that she described it, I literally was at the pool today sobbing reading it. And I was like, that's how I love Taylor. Like, so even though I am like, oh, it feels like I'm just going to be a fucking babysitter for the rest of my life. I'd rather be babysitting than without her. That's the best way to put it. Yeah. And like, it sounds harsh if it's the other way, but like you do have to look at it like that. I know. Like, she would be so miserable never having kids. I don't think she would. Yeah. She would resent me. She would just be, it'd be such a loss for her. Whereas I don't know if having a kids is going to be a loss of, right. for me. Right. It could be a gain. But it could be bad. You got like I am. You know me. I'm so fucking honest. Like I won't be able to hide it. I just don't want the kids to feel giving Rob (laughs) our best guy friend. He's a great dad, but he was definitely on the feds. And you know, I think some days he's like, "All right, yeah, this is what we're doing." You know, his his wife is more of a primary caretaker, and he's the one that you know travels more and whatever. But. He's, you're going to be a dad. I am a dad. No, totally. <laughs> I, I'm so excited to be a dad. I told Tay, 80, 20. You do 80, I'll do 20. <laughs> I also, we had a discussion about this. I don't think I've talked about this, about the financials around it, right? Because that's oh, a big thing for sure. me. And I also said- Also 80, 20? I, honestly- <laughs> Literally your mouth to God's ears. You're like, you pay for everything? I would love that. No, I deign to say like 50-50 because we're not really 50-50 in our relationship right now just because of like, I make more than her for now. You know, she works in tech. Hopefully that will like level out. But I said like, I really 
will be resentful. That's what I said. I was like, let's go on a really fabulous trip, like, you know, at the end of the summer, because we've been like crazy working. And she said, I think that's really irresponsible right now with money, given that we're trying to do an implantation. And I said, you know, this is exactly why I want to do the the trip. Like, it's going to all be about that. So like, let's do one more thing where it's about us. Yeah. And then she, I was like, you know what? She was like, I'm just really like in a place where I'm trying to be good with money right now. I was like, I'll pay for it. If I want to be like, you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. bougie, I'll just cover it. And then I was like, but speaking of covering things, (laughs) she's like, we're trying to have a baby. And you're like, you're trying to have a baby actually. So I'm going on a vacation. (laughs) Am I the biggest monster in the world? But I said, at least you're honest, Taylor. I can't help it. Thank God. Well, I mean, maybe I pay for the vacation. You pay for the baby. (laughs) (laughs) I can see Rob saying that. Oh, 100%. That's kind of, I said, you know, like, I don't know. I just feel like it's got to be at least 50-50 because, first of all, I was raised traditionally. I thought I was going to get my MRS and marry a guy that was going to take care of me. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be a lesbian, so I guess I have to take care of myself. And I guess it's lesbian. And But I was like, but I've consolidated that. But what I did not sign up for is to be a primary financial advisor. (laughs) For someone else who's paying for the kid. For somebody else's kid? (laughs) I'm treading lightly, but I feel you. Thank you. So at least it makes sense. Thank God it makes sense to two people. I mean, we know people that we're friends with who made the opposite decision. (laughs) Yeah, if they're like, Oh my, if I get a bad if one, you get a bad I'm egg. out. Off a bad egg, literally. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, can you, this might be too personal, you don't have to no. answer it. But when it's embryos, you, you know the, the gender. Yeah. Like, what, do you guys have a preference? Or, I don't we know. do know the gender. And I, I, I would, Tay will kill me if I say. Okay, okay. that's fine. But, yeah, but it's, um, yeah, I think we'll just have them choose the healthiest of the embryos. Oh, right, obviously, yeah. yeah. But, oh man, and she wants to get out of here. Two. She's ruining my life. I'm like, fine, one. My mom's like, after you have that one, like I, my mom's like, I support the one, but after the one, you dig those heels in. Yeah. By the way, she edits this. So hi, honey. Taylor. Taylor. <laughs> hi, Taylor. Hi, Taylor. Okay, I have a question. And if this is something that yeah. two women in a couple would do, and if it's possible or if it's, is there a world in which, I know you're not doing this, but one, it's one woman's embryo and the yeah. other woman carries it. Absolutely. So you feel the more of the connection. Oh, she offered to do that if we wanted to have one of mine. Well, of course, that's what, um, what's it called? Who did this? Everybody that has someone else carry a baby for Surrogates. Them. Surrogates. Yeah. That's yeah. But I didn't know. It's like, if you're, if it's your egg and your body is available, is that better for some reason? But I guess oh, not. I don't know. But it makes so much sense because then you that. have the connection. Right. So she said she's definitely going to carry for me. A hundred percent. And then I was like, oh, my God, before we like did all the testing and stuff, I was like, oh, my God, I could carry for you. And she was like, mm, you've lived hard. <laughs> Wait, you wouldn't want to be pregnant? And I don't want to be pregnant. Yeah. But I mean, no, but she's like the thing you've you put in your body. <laughs> she's so like, funny. I don't want to put it in that trash she's can. Like, that's crazy. She's like, I have a better container. <laughs> Wait, so if you guys... Well, that's far down the road. If you had a second, would you use yours if you could? No, because we have two embryos that are hers. So right. I would feel like, yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I just, the way I am just so envious of your situation. Have you guys gone to therapy? Oh, we are, talk about this. We live in therapy. Okay, uh-huh. you know what's funny though? We really haven't talked about this in therapy. Isn't that insane? That, uh, yeah, I that's didn't expect insane. you to say that. There's that, just been so much other stuff going on that's kind of always like taken a front seat. And so, but like we really need to. But the thing is, no matter what I feel, right. like I said, like I'm not going to not want to be with her. So right. it's just, yeah. the therapy's going to really kick in once we have the kid. And I'm, yeah. I'm going to need yeah, it, like, yeah, yeah. her that's, to empathize with maybe yeah. my feeling disconnected or what have you. But that's yeah. what other lesbian friends are and for, maybe I guess. I feel like that for a little while when the baby can't talk and you can't really interact with the yep. child but when it gets a little bit older you'll feel a connection because you can have a real relationship with this person yeah and that will be nice i mean we just keep seeing this come up I with know. couples and we've seen like devastating breakups sophia vergara that just what is what allegedly ended their relationship oh, really mm-hmm. oh i didn't know that. yeah he wanted I th- oh no he didn't she maybe did and she has, though. I think it was something about like children and lifestyle. Is she the person whose ex-husband sued her for, for the, the embryos? embryos? Yeah, so for maybe she wants husband. to use those embryos now. What? Crazy. Yeah, if you fertilize an embryo, you technically, you they can sue you for the eggs. Yeah. Who can? The, the, your ex-husband. Your ex. <laughs> oh. Because wow. they're technically 50% That's theirs. wild. Yeah. I crazy, know. Right? For custody You're, of the eggs. That's a reason to use a sperm donor if I've ever fucking heard of one. But like, that is... I I, I want to know more about these situations because it's you break up and then you have this like embryo on ice. I'd be like, throw it out. Yeah. <laughs> We're broken up. Yeah. I'll get rid of it. I'll get a new one. <laughs> I know it's not that Trash easy. Can. I'm just saying like, I never thought that 
then who gets it? That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? But, like technically custody. the person who can like carry it should get the custody of like, what What are you going to do with it? Yeah, he was just doing just to torture her. Like, look at this guy. Yeah, but could, you, could a guy get them and put him in a, another I mean, woman? Like surrogate. Yeah. Another surrogate? Yeah. I know. You can make a case that that person smokes and does drugs and they're unsafe to carry a baby and they'd be yep. a bad parent. Like, mm-hmm. and then you could take the eggs. We're living in crazy I times. I would lose my goddamn mind <laughs> if someone took my embryo and put it in some other woman and she had my kid because we broke up and he had more money than me and better lawyers. Right? Literally. So I'm bad. like seen red and I don't even one kid. And I'm not even, I have no embryos out there. They took my babies. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Okay, wait. Let's go back to dating. Okay, okay. so Mr. Sparkle Eyes. <laughs> and then what did I call him? Dallas, Dallas Business, business card man. 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 We keep his um, business card in our studio. I showed it to him last night. It was uh, I'm so... Wait, first of all, I love the nicknames. They're well, so fucking good. Well, yeah, I had to give Ashley Sky one because he hasn't had one. I know. Yeah. Is, it, is Sparkle Eyes going to stick? I think... I think, it's it's good. I think it's he very funny. He was, it? Yeah. Okay. He was like dying laughing. Well, no, not for him. He doesn't... Laughs too audibly but for him he's not laughing he's not does he do this that's funny no my god I'm just so mad um he just he's not the biggest laugher he has a great sense of humor right but I'm like laugh louder <laughs> you're like I feel oh, you know this. what so the other night he was in um he was randomly in Dallas and he went and saw Marcelo oh Hernandez, my god Marcelo and he, and he goes I was Marcelo who, yes he yes. was on The Bachelorette and yeah. is now super famous and yeah. I I saw Marcelo's in Dallas he was in Dallas I was like you should go see him and he was like I was dying laughing I was like that's triggering to me I've never seen you you're die like, laughing. Rude. You're like, at me and the my decibel friends. level that you were laughing at. He was like, loud. I was laughing so hard out loud. I'm like, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> that is so rude. That is literally it's, it's, so rude. The comedy that we give him. Literally. <laughs> is he fucking crazy? No, he thinks we're very funny. He, I like watching him watch Raina. On the, I've, this has happened twice now. He's been in my house and he's watched the episode, and I'm just like, this is crazy. But it's so cute. He's laying there with my dog, and I just like watching him. I know he thinks I'm funny and great, but I like watching him laugh at Raina. Uh, like really warms my heart. Me. Yeah, I want to like, just I'm be funny. over there like Raina. Like Raina said, her uncle was hot on this episode, and he goes, I hear him go, Raina. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> oh my god, I had so I had a sparkle eye from college, and just, just then the I realized one. that he was actually just like the bedwetter so that's his actual name now bedwetter who else did i, I have? haven't had like a lot of good nicknames for people i feel like i haven't like really well given the best it- one we ever had came back to me was um short zipper king short zipper king, short zipper king. Please. He, wasn't, he, wasn't, he wasn't someone we dated but that's the best nickname we've ever had on the podcast he, he was a legend crazy. for a year he was, this guy was, was short it was zipper these king. two guys were hitting on us at the pool in austin at soho house and I this can't. guy was short and he had a hundred zippers down his jeans <laughs> at the knees, <laughs> across on the no knees. No one needs this many zippers. Like he's like, what do I have to get to my shin at the same time I have to get to my thigh so I can open both of the zippers up? In what world am I going to go out with you? This guy like really Short just zipper. dug his heels in. I was like, you can be gone now. I yeah. had, oh my god, I had Mr. Last Minute. Mr. Last Minute always always asked me on dates. Last minute, strong, yes, also. yes. Yeah. And then I had Mr. Perfect, and that was my ironically ex-husband. No, so that one clearly. So perfect, so yeah. it was toxic. Yeah. It was toxic. It was so big. bad. Yeah. Oh my god! Wait. So how did Mister? Sorry, Dallas Mister Dallas man. Business Card Man. How did he get out of Mister? This is not too really. How did he get that name? He came to a show of ours in Dallas with a friend of ours, uh-huh. um, and he walked in and was like, "Todd." I was like, "He's pretty cute." And so yeah. he's talking to us, and he he gave. Why did he end up giving it to us? I forget why, but I was looking at this like I'm not trying to hire you i'm trying to fuck you this, this is crazy why do i have this but um i love a good business that's card. what we called him um he came up on stage he like choked me on stage and spanked me and picked I'm me up dead. and spun me around I'm dead. Oh, God, he did that yeah it was really he's just he's a true like southern gentleman man <laughs> i like that voice a lot like i love like a deep southern voice does he have a southern drawl he does i like it that's it's really deep. sexy it's, not a drawl. it's just like a Thick, he wore a deep. cowboy hat to lunch <gasps> with Raina in Venice. I'm, I'm like, that's that? that's a choice, and I'm into it. I really like that. I'm really into it. I like really masculine men. I've decided recently. Yeah, we both do. Yeah, it's, our, it's a well, and it's, it's a curse that we moved here, and we it's hard. They're hard to find. I was just so going to actually like, say, where does one find a masculine? We don't know. Man? We went elsewhere. Yeah, you went. <laughs> we went to the Northeast and Texas. <laughs> Like Justin Bieber is masculine here. Enough said. He's right. an actual lesbian. You know what I mean? It's like insane. So I just 
He looks more like a lesbian than all the lesbians I, I know. I always think of that one meme that's like, you're telling me neither of these people is Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> was it like Palsy and someone else? <laughs> Ellen or, or Machine Gun Kelly? Somebody. Oh had... my God. Anyway. Yeah, it's hard to find. I like just a super masculine man. That's that's my era right now. I haven't always. Sometimes I've liked a little more beta guys, but right now, very super masculine. masculine. I like that. If you're going to go guy, if you're going to do yeah. dick, do dick. You know well, what I mean? I, don't, I mean, I guess I'm, I don't I won't use the word hyper masculine. I like a guy that I like a deeper voice, yes. like a nice voice. And I like guys that know how to do manly stuff. Like I just that's my dad, my brother. Like I like guys that like know about cars and can fix things. Yes. And, yeah. You know, just but are what I found in my in Sparkle Eyes is just like <laughs> someone that's also really in touch with their feelings and is communicative. Oh, that's the best of both worlds. I, I know. And I'm like, I tell him that I've like told Raina that like it's if you find that, because that's what I wanted. And, you know, it's not so easy to find. No. So I'm like very into that. Yeah, I, you know? I totally. And I, I, I'm I, glad you corrected the hyper masculinity because I've always been into people that were very emotionally yes. in tune. And I will always say like my last boyfriend, the best thing about him, he was the greatest emotional support system I've ever had in a man yeah. and was like such a good sounding board for me. And like anytime I was like mad at somebody or upset, like I had these problems with my brother or something. He would say like, well, let's look at your behavior and let's look at how you're contributing to the situation and let's talk about how oh, you can make it better. King. I love like, that. He was a therapy he, king. Well, I mean, he needed a lot of therapy. He got it. So, uh, he, bald therapy king. I love bald guys. Bald, bald therapy. I only want bald. Can we call him bald therapy king? Yes, please. <laughs> BGK. Yeah. He needs a little more therapy, but he's doing great. Um, he was a great, like, mushy emotional support system. I want no matter if you're really hyper masculine to the world or not i want you to be a mush with me yes that's required yes. like i want you to be able to look at me cry and like have a discussion with me about that and yeah anybody that just needs to like fix things all the time i don't i i don't i could see us kind of being at an impasse yeah i need somebody to have like a little bit more of like a philosophical and empathy conversation. empathy like, is yeah, major totally and like compassion and i mean i've never felt like so taken care of support in my life it's great oh you guys so he's right now he's doing stuff to my car well, he dropped me oh, off. That's so hot. My brother-in-law, he's so sexy. I'm like, I am bisexual. <laughs> and I was watching him. We were at his Hampton's house and he was like doing yard work because he gets his hands dirty. And yeah. I was watching him and I was like, I have to like go inside. That is amazing. Did you tell Taylor? Oh, hell yeah. She does it too. She's like, oh, I'm gonna go look at so this guy. hot. <laughs> oh my God. He is. I'll show you a picture after. Okay. Yeah, he's guys, like very rugged, but he also works in fashion. So he like dresses like a motherfucking dapper ooh. star. Ugh. He's a ah. Uh, he's ah. Uh, wow, sounds amazing. I love. Yeah. I love him. <laughs> love him the too much. Like, yeah, really sisters. don't want him to ever hear this. He will be so uncomfortable. Did you go home and masturbate? You or know what? You're Great bad segue. At masturbating. <laughs> amazing. Speaking of masturbation. Okay, so you told us you're bad at masturbating, and I how can you like qualify what that means? Like, because to me, like bad at it means yeah. like you don't get to the finish okay. point. I don't know how to masturbate. Okay. That's how I'm bad at masturbating. Okay. So I've probably masturbated. I can count it on my hand. One hand. I, okay. So the first, I want everyone to share their first time they masturbated. Cause I feel like that kind of, maybe this is like why. So the first time I masturbated my friend, I, I was in college. Okay. I was okay. like 22 and my friend was like, you, it came up and didn't masturbate. So she was like, this is insane. So we have to go like the porn store and get you like a whatever uh, vibrator. So I was like scared of like the ones that look like dicks. And cause I guess I was a covert lesbian, had no idea. So I was like, why would I want a thing that looks like a dick? Males are also very, scary. Like, yeah. We're the same age. I know what they look like at yeah. 22. Like, violent. Like, they all, it's Dildos. almost like no like, one uses big, this. Right? Crazy spinning things, neon blue, veiny, veiny. weird stuff. Yeah. It's rare that I put something inside of myself. Oh my God. Okay. And most women. Okay. Okay. So this is step one because I don't love insertion. It's just not no, the vibe. No. Okay. So it, we, I picked out this pink little bunny that was like a jelly. It wasn't the rabbit. It was just like a little pink jelly bunny, which mm-hmm. was a huge mistake because who wants to put that on their clit? You know yeah. what I mean? I felt perverted. Yeah. So I went home and my friend said, I'm gonna lock you in a room. I'm gonna sit out here and don't come out until you have a completed masturbation. So I just like sat in there and like listened to Britney Spears or whatever and did not masturbate. Although now thinking back, that could have turned me on. But yeah. I was just like, this is so dumb. And I feel like I'm under so much pressure. And like, like I, I, maybe it's because I'm Catholic, like, like yeah, that was, that was sex know. is like Any girl, dirty yeah. and it's for procreation. I don't know. There, it could be a whole slew of things. So when you were young, like, was there any talk in your home of like, it's normal to like explore your body? Okay, this is now I cannot believe I'm sharing this and I should have foreseen this coming. So while I'm not a masturbator, 
I, growing up, was a, a vagina toucher. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> of your own? Great question. Of my own. Of my own. Okay. Well, which vaginas I you were touching. For some reason, I have a picture of you at like an after church reception just <laughs> people. <laughs> just touching vaginas. Your mom's like, Taylor. <laughs> Taylor's like, good game, good game, good game, good game. <laughs> so um, my, I remember to the point where my dad would be like, Taylor. Oh, no. <laughs> to get in trouble. Like, Taylor. You have to go Taylor's wash your hands. Again. Yeah. Like you can't like you're sitting there watching TV with your hands engulfed in your vag and like you're touching everything. Like, please. There's really something to this. Go wash you know, your you're hands. You're convincing me to not have kids. <laughs> Let me find out my kid is masturbating. Oh, <laughs> well, they're going to. Your boy, son, everything's stiff. Every Everything you pick up is just rock hard. Yeah. Everything. But Ugh. like it wasn't. I mean, and I was a kid, so I guess it's different. But like, it wasn't too like feel good. It was like a comfort thing. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I liked the way the inside of the vagina <laughs> felt. Yeah. Not so much about making. Yeah. Good point. Not so much about making the clitoris explode. Is that yeah, how totally. it works? Yeah. But like, just like I don't know. Well, I'm. I mean, feeling like, the not slime. To, I'm not a therapist, but I, I'm sure there's something to like getting in trouble right. when you touched your vagina that like stayed with you forever. And my mom to this day is like, Taylor, that's not true. We said go upstairs where it's private. And I said, that is 1000% fraudulent. Like there's no fucking maybe way. Maybe she thinks she said that, but like, that's not how you experienced it as a kid. Right. That's how not you how you heard it. You heard like, I'm doing something bad. Yeah. My parents drug tested my boyfriend in high school. Okay. They were not saying go up to your room to masturbate. I right. promise you. <laughs> right. I if, if you used to do this, close the door, Taylor. <laughs> Taylor. <laughs> So that's that. And then like when I met my tailor, it was the first time I ever liked sex. Like I was like, oh, right. I get this. Like sex was always for my partner. Always, always. And so and she was the first person, a woman I ever had sex with. So I was like, OK, I understand this now. And it was like it, like it was very like it's for you. It's for me. It's for both of us. Like I understood that. But we like didn't use like toys forever. It was very like like very pure, just lesbian, you mm-hmm. know, and then I guess like we've have vibrators just from her, but I just feel like it's very rare that I'm like, n- now I want to bring it out because I'm so fucking tired. So I'm like, just bring out the vibrator. Well, and but, the kids like, get in the mix. I mean, forget, forget it. Forget it. But like, speed that up. But never by myself. Uh-huh. Okay. So this is all new. Oh, I'm so excited. Well, to get our claws into you. Yeah. Interesting. Because we were talking with a guy friend recently of ours that like he just, he was like, I just don't really jerk off. Like I have a lot of sex and. I like the real thing. And yeah. I just, I was like, oh, and I've, now it's been coming up even more. I've talked to a couple guys who are like, I, and I'm like, really? Like some people just like the real thing. Huh. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean a, you have a partner, you live with her, yeah. and you, 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 you have a sexual connection. Yeah. Like, also, there's a huge spectrum of sexuality and like how sexual you are. Totally. Like, everyone's different. I would say I, I was a pretty hypersexual person <laughs> yeah. from a very young age. Everybody I've dated would tell you I'm a hypersexual person. Yeah. And I developed so young and so I was introduced to the concept of sexuality as a very young... I had huge tits at like 12. Damn. So I am my and like sex was like an open normal thing in my house. My mom bought me your body yourself when I was like nine. I like I devoured it. I couldn't get enough of it. Oh my God, that's so healthy. And like my mom's a therapist and I, I'm sure at some point said to me like it's normal to explore your explore your body. My mother wasn't like, you know, go masturbate your nine. Right. Um, go take, go your, wash take your, your bedroom, Taylor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I started masturbating really young. Probably, I mean, not crazy, like maybe 12. And but I like, but how? So it's really interesting because I always like people call it fingering. Right. And I thought that it had to be this internal thing, but I would like right. rub my clit and I would get off. And I thought I like had this like special secret. I felt a lot of shame about it that like everybody else was getting fingered internally and having these like hypothetically crazy sexual experiences. But I didn't like that. I only right. liked outside stuff. And it wasn't until I was in college or maybe even at the end of college, I like admitted to people like, I know this special trick and I <laughs> just touched the outside of it. <laughs> yeah. And just the I, everybody outside. was like, yeah, girl, same. Me too. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> and all the vibrators back then, I remember being like these giant insertion toys. The rabbit yes. was the biggest thing ever. And you have this giant dildo and an extender arm coming out of it. Yes. You're like, I gotta put this you in me. This is great. Where does right. it even go? Well, and I was, the, I probably bought one similar to you. It was like one of those old school rabbits, super jelly material yeah, that yeah. was like this big, dildo and mine? had the like extender yeah Blue. and but i had one bigger than that like and i you know i had a big handle with a bunch of buttons and i was just like i don't i remember doing it for the first time like what am i missing here right and like 
then I finally realized like and then got better toys as time went on. But that I just wanted to use that little part on my clit. Right. And I didn't need to put this thing inside of me and then clean it after. It was a whole mess. Yeah. But I mean, I have only recently, I mean, I feel like in the last year been I've always been a sex toy girl and I've been doing more manual. And I mean, this it's like I feel weird saying it because we own a sex toy company. But right. I do think you should obviously have both in your repertoire. But I kind of got more into like wanting to know exactly what your can partner? be done so my yes. partner can yes. replicate it. And I it's like a little personal, but I always said on our podcast that I just loved guys going down on me. Yeah. And I've like recently just been way less about it and way more into finger hand stuff right which is so funny we like swat because like I'd, i've always been like i don't care about people going down on me at all i've and now, only ever manually masturbated and i'm like it's like i mean it's like, I, I i get off all the time both both ways right whatever, whether it's you know that thing fingering for lack of a better I word that term. or just penetrative <laughs> sex or whatever you're doing so we you know we're, we have a great healthy sex life but i there's something got into me that I was like, I think I want to figure this out a little bit better and then be able to show my partner. And I don't know. I just it's been in 2023 journey for me well, is going acoustic. I like that. And I need to yeah. also I need to figure out how to do that because I have a, another vagina next to me. Right. Like when she's like, <laughs> right, finger yeah. me, I'm like, oh, it's like the way that like guys you would be like, give me a hand job. I'm like, you give you a hand job. <laughs> You know better than me. Why am I going to do the thing that you're the best at? That's like mean. Setting me up for failure, yeah. you know? So like you can't give yourself a blow job. So it's yeah. like, okay, oh, I mean, right. other people like, I mean, I'm, I was the world's worst blow job giver. No surprise. But like, I just feel like I want to be able, like, I know like understanding masturbating for myself would help me be a better partner and recipient, but then it would also probably help me be a better giver of sex. Yeah. And I will yeah. say this. So when we first got together, crazy sex that was like you know like i mean you're like like you're high on love literally and it lasted forever but we've been together almost like 10 years now what oh my gosh isn't that insane nine ish yeah isn't that crazy crazy. and so it tapers off you know what i mean and i just feel like i'm like i'm back to being insecure about sex like and like that Uh i'm bad at it Mm -hmm. so if i'm so bad with myself then i'm obviously bad i actually think shockingly i'm like okay going down on her um but it's so hard takes so much effort i you guys i can't imagine having to do it i've done it and i I don't want to do it it's very difficult like but fingering like i i'm so turned on by somebody doing it like yeah you're not gonna do it as well as me i guess but i'm just turned on yeah you'll learn yeah i mean i've had some really good orgasms of people literally just fingering me really yes i've been like fingers are tingling like as of late i'm like how long does that take well i mean it's good to do some like dry humping and like love the dry hump i like to, yeah, like, poor play. myself a little bit. Like right. I don't just like. So, I mean, sometimes I do just start masturbating. I'm bored, and then it's just like <laughs> I just do it, and I'm I'm good. But like I like I'll watch a TV, and something will like spark my interest, and right. I watch that thing a little more. I watch a little porn, or I think about past sexual experiences. Like I edge my own self until I'm like I gotta have me, but I, I gotta th- ravage me. Right. I think there's like still it's not <laughs> shame and embarrassment me. is like not the word. I don't know how to because you're home alone, right? You're, right. There's still something. For me, that felt, I honestly don't know the word because those are not the words I would use. I'm not embarrassed, but it's like, it's something feels, used to feel weird. I feel ridiculous. At it. I feel ridiculous. Like, like, and then like you're who like, do I think I'm I am doing this right now? At it. <laughs> I'm, now I'm good, but it took me a while to get over. Like, the toy felt uh-huh. different than like me, literally animalistic. Yes. Yeah. Did the toy make, so do you feel like the toy is like, it can help you get to that yes. point? Yes. Because like, like this is like, it's like training wheels. Yes, like anything. I do absolutely feel like that. So, and you just have to get over it or something. No, I like, uh, no, like literally. I, I said this on what podcast? I, I said this on KFC Barstool podcast. Oh my which God. They, they were laughing at me so hard because I was like, when you do make yourself come as a woman, you feel empowered. And right. they were like, I can't relate. I can't relate to that at all. No guy's ever jerked off and be like, I feel so empowered. That's <laughs> just very funny to say in front of men. But you know what I would think? Think about like when Tay goes down to the sensations you like. Some people do like a little more internal pressure, like a G spot, like yes. kind of hook your finger. Um, I can't do that because I have like crazy long claws. But um, or do you like more external stimulation? I'd focus on that. Definitely or do you like to, like, external touch stimulation. Um, sometimes if I just touch, I can't even explain it. It's just like the bottom of my stomach, like right, like my fupa area. Uh-huh. Like there's just nerve endings there. I don't know. It turns me on. So I'll like touch that with one hand and like touch my clothes with the other hand. And 
watch something that turns you on. But like direct clitoral stimulation with a toy is what's going to like get you there and you can start like learning what you like. So the problem with the toy is that it gets me there so fast. I know. Do you smoke weed? I don't smoke weed. You kind of mix it up also. I I, like that was another thing with like once I was got in a relationship I was like I need to not be masturbating with the vibrator every night like you right. know because it's going to feel different with a person right. so I just like to mix it up but I think Raina you and I are different with I like side to side you like up and down have we talked about this I like round and round round and round <laughs> circles <laughs> I do not want circles I'm like back and forth that's harder crazy like DJing that's crazy to me like windshield wipers <laughs> what? how do you do this fast Circle fast. I like no. She's right. DJing's the way to go. I, I can. Th- I do one finger. And I throw in a second one sometimes. Ever, like, ever, ever. You're DJing too, bitch. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going round and round and round. About like a windshield wiper. I'm like, that doesn't do it for me. Are you being serious? I love the windshield wiper. <laughs> my boyfriend's getting windshield wiper fluid from my car right now as we speak. <laughs> oh my god. But I'm with you on the toy. Um, that it can get you there too quickly. We sell this toy. We did bring you a gift yes um no i'm so happy because by the way you guys sent me a toy and i didn't post it because i am like i have all the sex shame i'm so I sent her a toy. sorry did send you? i don't know i, I, I opened the box this before and we... i stuck it in the closet i got scared oh my god well, <laughs> we'll give this one to I taylor the same one yeah okay give this one to taylor um we you bring? i brought a reina because okay. I want her to have both, like, so we we sell a vibe. So all of our toys, we're so proud of this company. And I'm, first of all, I am so proud of you guys. And this is the coolest. Even though I'm the biggest fucking prude, can't get off, like, no masturbating loser on the face of the planet, I still, like, understand. Like, this is the coolest thing ever. It's so empowering. It's so good for other women. Like, it is, you guys are such, like, shrewd businesswomen. You, you know, know what I really enjoyed, especially, like, even recently. I've been thinking about this a lot. So we started this company. and We have partners and people who work for us. And... A lot of it is just like everyone talking in these business meetings about what they like right. and like giving feedback on the new toys we're developing and how long the shaft in this thing is or how hard this vibrator is and our, like the vibration in it. And everyone's like giving their feedback. It's very funny. These business meetings, but like everybody's body really is so different. So different. And mm-hmm. there's different toys that you relate to mm-hmm. and different types of stimulation. Like some people love a little bit of like anal stimulation. I don't want it anywhere near my butthole. I don't want anything, but like other people love mm-hmm. it. And so we like have created different toys for different uses and everybody should actually and I are just so different with what we like yeah every Even woman just is what really we just talked about you know yeah. my butt's kind of uncharted territory maybe it's um maybe i'm a butthole girl maybe maybe so that's what, the what, issue what if that, that came is. out that'd be that'd be the most fun development ever maybe i'm a butthole you're like <laughs> i'm a dad and i like butt stuff now i'm a dad that <laughs> likes butt stuff <laughs> i feel like there's a couple social uh. groups you could be a part of <laughs> I feel like that's not a small group of men. There's some, there's some Facebook groups out there. Some Reddit I'll threads. I have many friends. Oh, uh, my God. But oh, my God. Like, there's nothing. If you're like, I don't know how to get there. Like, I think a lot of people are probably like that. And it's good to oscillate between like manual and um, automatic. Uh, yeah. I like to watch porn. I like to smoke weed and masturbate. Yeah. I like to edge myself as far as possible. Sometimes like I really switch it up a lot. What's edging? Okay, so thank you for asking. Uh, <laughs> it's bringing yourself as like close to the point of orgasm as possible and then like pulling back yeah. and then doing it again and again. Although maybe I edge by mistake and don't yeah, realize it's not, it. It's not, I think it's one of those things that like sounds like some crazy thing you don't know about. We've all probably done it. Mm-hmm. Right. You're but like, like oh. you're doing it on purpose. Like I'm just losing my orgasm. I'm yes, I'm well, doing like, it. To there's also, it. I feel like that risk sometimes. You ever just lose it? You're like, like a sneeze, I, uh, the worst. The worst. <laughs> but you're like, what? Well, the moment's passed. Like that's even happened during sex, and you're like, that's. I know. It's not going to happen now. Like as a woman, like I know. You're like, for, I don't know what it is. It's not the same as the guy like losing his boner. It's like a weird yeah. thing. You're like the something. It's I kind of like had one. I don't know what to tell you. It's gone. It's not coming back. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. That happens during sex for me. Not when I'm masturbating, but like somebody will like be in this position that I'm loving. I'm like, don't stop. And they will like change the rhythm. And I'm just like, it's gone. Or somebody knocks on the door. One time. Ashley went down what? to her room for like 30 seconds and I couldn't find my room key. And she was fully in the middle of getting fucked. <laughs> She, I don't even understand how she got her clothing up and got penetrated that quickly. I was like, there's no way they're fucking yet. We were in Cabo and I, I was in the moment. I was in the zone. We were dirty talking and I, he heard the knock on the door. He goes, did someone just knock? I was like, no, keep going. And then he was like, someone's knocking. I brought her friend downstairs and me too. I'm like, you have to knock. And she wasn't answering her phone. I called her and I, I, I couldn't find the key to my room and I knew there was a master. And he answered the door and I just see Ashley across the room. I just see her head peeking out behind the table. 
She's so mad at me. I only see her eyes. And I'm like, I don't ever want to talk to her again. I'm so scared. The next morning we came up for breakfast and I'm like, she making eye contact with me. I mean, you can't get mad about it. I, we got back into it. But yeah, it was just like 20 minutes of breakfast goes by. Then she goes, are you going to acknowledge this? Uh. Or, <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I don't know how she got so far into fucking so quickly. I'm impressed. Well, it was we were just it was the Cabo. We were just yeah. like, you know, horny the whole time. We were like <laughs> falling in love. You know, like it was just, you know, you're just fucking. <laughs> it was so the part I will never forget just the top of her head. <laughs> Just looking at me so I could I can tell what the rest of the body was doing. Just middle fingers up. <laughs> Bye, Raina. <laughs> Hope you find the key. And then, like I said, I was like, it's in the box in the living room. They're, they're, basically, they we each had our own suite. We weren't supposed to lock the doors, but like it, sometimes they got locked and you had to, like, if you didn't have your key on you, you'd have to get the master key, whatever. So she needed to find this master key. And I yell out like, and then he goes like, it's in this, but he's, tra- he's translating for me because he's the one that opened the door. And then I go, that's not enough instruction. And I'm not it doing this fucking And guy. I was like, I and, can't ask. And again. I go, hold on. So <laughs> under the coffee table in this wooden box that I like gave very explicit instructions because I was like, if she doesn't find it and comes back down. I would have slept oh. outside. I would have slept at the pool. Honestly, he was like, it's in the box in the living room. I went upstairs in the living room. There's a hundred boxes. I oh. never would have found it. Oh but God. I don't care. I would have slept at the pool. <laughs> Did you finish? Yeah, we got back. Nice. Yeah. And that's like a funny story to have. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never walked in on her having sex before. She's never walked in on me. Oh my God. I smelled it that time the next day. Oh, do tell me Actually, that. Raina got dicked down so hard one night in Australia. And I walked into that From room the next day. bartender that worked at a place called Felons. Oh my this God. Uh, Raina was like, we used to joke that she was like patient zero with COVID because this was right before COVID hit. He was spitting <laughs> in her mouth. And I was making me like crawl across the floor on my knees. He Raina. really did a lot of stuff to and, my body. But you, and you liked it. I loved it. Okay, he really <laughs> put it down. It was crazy. And I walked in the room the next, the hotel room the next morning and the air was thick. You know, like if you know, <laughs> I know, like the Ber- Bernie Mac would call it Badussi. It was in the air. It was just, I was like, the bed had moved. I was like, I cannot. Now we know how my dad made me wash my hands. <laughs> I was doing that in the living room alone. Like, Taylor, you have Badussi on your hands. <laughs> that guy fucked me like he hated me. That guy just like stuck fingers in my butthole without <laughs> any looms. <laughs> there <laughs> did crazy stuff to me he was just like open your mouth and i was like all right you just spit in it oh my god yeah i mean yeah. it's and that's like that's done way more stuff like that i haven't done when it comes I to masturbate you're yeah. gonna have him come to bali with you it was like i can't no i forgot that he was gonna come to bali and then covid started so yeah he couldn't Honestly, you didn't even go to bali yeah <laughs> that guy was bald he had a huge beard and a bunch of, of tattoos <laughs> what's he his was, nickname Felons. <laughs> oh my god oh god okay so, so i brought gonna, you a toy okay so what am i gonna you guys have to please step by step me seriously i also yeah you and taylor need to you, use this together too yes i i think that that like how about before i learned do you think that okay i know so we should get you to, sorry it's important to know how to masturbate you know, right yeah. in order to be good in bed or that's what people say at least right you're but probably like, still good and bad. You're not not a sexual I don't think person. that's like a hard, fast rule. Okay. Yeah. So learning with a partner is not necessarily out of the question. No. Okay. This will be very good. I would rather do it with her. And then than we, have, alone. we have blow gel, which was formerly just for sucking dick, but we now have a vulva safe formula that's coming out. So we should get you some of that. Just yeah. have a little pumpkin spice pussy eating. Oh my God. That would be so lovely right for the fall. First. Oh yeah, my God. Oh shit. Sorry. Whatever. It's fine. We don't care. When, when is, <laughs> we do when, a pumpkin spice coming out. When does it come out? It's in the fall. For the fall. Oh my god! Yeah. What is it? It's our first vulva safe formula. So right? It's um yeah. pumpkin PSL. It's all about the PSL, but this is about the PSP. P- pumpkin, pumpkin spice pussy. pussy. You got it. I oh love my it. god! Marketing campaign. Okay. So we got you. Open this? We got you a mug, and we got you a Raina vibrator, and the fun thing. Caffeinated and masturbate. masturbate. So you like remember in the morning what you're supposed to do. It's your okay. assignment. Okay. okay. It's Honestly, your, um, I don't want to meditate. I'd rather masturbate than meditate. It's meditative. Yeah, I mean, it's right? good for your body. It releases endorphins. Makes you feel good. Okay, I want to open this up because I want to see what I am. What like you need to like tell me where to put it. I can okay. also help you because I have nails. Yeah. Um, this is um has two motors. So there is a clit sucker on one end of it. I have heard about clit suckers They're and I've unreal. never used this, one. This toy is sold out like four times. It sucks it's, your clit. 
Does it yeah. feel like somebody's going down on you? It feels like or something. It feels different. totally different than anything else. I mean, that's why these things have gotten so popular. It's its you own can't, special. It's, a, it's its own sensation. I had a friend recently tell me about the clit sucker. Like no, no, you're sure nobody can do that with their tongue or their finger. It's a whole t- whole different thing. Yeah, it's it puckers almost. It's like a nice air light pucker, pulse. air pulse. Yeah. And then on the other end is just a vibrating end. So sucker. You can suck your clip. Can or I, can I put my finger in it and feel it? Yeah. Will it be the same? Taylor, take it to your bedroom. <laughs> Hold the Take button for like place. three I'm seconds. Kidding. I don't even know how to use it. That's okay. Hold the button for like three seconds. You'll hear it vibrate and then click through the patterns. <laughs> intensities. Okay. And you can stick your finger in it. And then the other button controls the other end. Wait, wait. I think I'm doing it wrong. Tell me which one. Oh, yeah. So the buttons, there's two buttons. Uh huh. The bottom one controls this one. Okay. The top, top one, one controls that. This one off for you. Okay. It's so pretty and it's soft. Mm hmm. It's really good. Really good silicone. Everything's oh just really high end. Oh my God. Oh my God. Imagine it's, that's on your clip. I feel like you're going to like disappear. And <laughs> like, they're going to be calling you from Dear Media. Like, Taylor, they're it's time like, to Taylor's record. It's going to be like when Sex and City when Charlotte discovered the rabbit and she like wasn't leaving the house. They had to go do an intervention. This is nuts, you guys. I swear. I just swear. I've like never said this before, but like, this just made me horny. Like, I am Yay. excited to go home. Good luck to my Uber driver. <laughs> I'm gonna. My wife is gonna get fucking late tonight. Yes. This is. We're gonna Stassi's baby <laughs> shower. Your finger's still in it. I'm obsessed. even just having your finger in it. You're like can tell what it's gonna be oh, like. I should have brought Stassi one. I, I. Oh my god. I oh, forgot. she's so pregnant right now. She'll be like, get that shit away from my vagina. <laughs> we need like an extra long one to reach around a pregnant belly. <gasps> oh, that's really good this show, is yeah. wild. It's going like this. It does. It sounds sexy. Mm-hmm. And it bends into like a C. You can turn the other part of the vi- the other part of the vibrator on. No. And then and you, you can, can put stick that, that inside you of you if you want. Oh my God. I've never in my life. <laughs> we didn't send you one of these? You guys, no, I told you I get scared and I, I just hide all it, sex paraphernalia yeah. in the closet. If I have one, I'll send it to Stassi. No, give it to Taylor. You guys can do it together at the same time. Oh, now that's what I'm we'll talking about. One. Yeah. Oh, you guys. I think you just changed my fucking life. I think Yay. you have literally saved my sex life and my marriage. I can't wait to hear what you think about that. Oh, I will, I will, I will let you guys know. I just don't bend it all the way back. Okay. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. There's a, a pretty pouch inside the box. There's charger, guys. of course. And then um, we can get you a code for the app. We have an app. There's a remote control. So okay. Taylor can like DJ the vibrator for you. If, right. If you guys are like long distance. Yeah. If we have long distance compatibility. What? Yeah. Yeah. She can, you'll send her like uh, access and it's a quick code and then she could, or you could do the same, like control each other's vibrators from like wherever Stop. in the world. Yeah. It's still on. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so that's like, it's vibesonly.com and you know, we have more toys coming for the holidays. We have such fun stuff. And Sorry. yeah, it's vibrant <laughs> in the box. I'm obsessed with this. And the packaging is really beautiful and high end and discreet. And when you get it in the mail, it doesn't say like vibes only on it. Amazing. So people- yeah, we changed that kind of early on because I, it just says like VO company or whatever. Yeah, VO company, I think is what it says. Yeah. But it's discreet. I can't stop it, guys. I can't I can't wait for you to go home and give us a review. I literally going to go off in my bag. Oh, Sassy, you can't come to the baby shower. You're like, I'm too busy masturbating. Well, so that, they, they all have like a, what is it? What do we call it? So they don't go, they don't, you have to, not a safety, but um, travel mode. mode. Oh, travel mode. So you have to hold it down a little bit to turn it on. So they can't just turn on in your bag. Got it. Or like in, on the airplane yeah. or anything like that. So oh. you have to hold it for like two seconds. You guys are brilliant. Seriously. Thanks. And I think you single-handedly just saved my marriage. And then we're going to have a kid and ruin it. <laughs> But I, in can't the meantime, I can't wait till your kid finds that vibrator. <laughs> Mommy, what's this? You guys, I love you so much. Thank you for the vibrator. You. you guys are the best. Seriously, if you guys have never listened to their podcast, you're insane. Go listen right now. It's called Girls Gotta Eat Podcast. Check it out anywhere you can get podcasts. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, follow the girls too on Instagram at Ash Hess and at Raina dot. Greenberg. Killed it. I'm going to kill it. Off the dome piece, too. Yeah. You guys, wow. I really love you. Thank you so much. Taylor, we love you. Pleasure. Thank you we so much. You. This is so fun. You guys, enjoy. That is, they, <laughs> I'm so annoyed. The podcast is over. I have to go home. Excuse me. I have to, like, I'm, I would, like, want to use this right away, except that the baby's at our pool swimming right now. So <laughs> kick Hartford out of the pool. Be yeah. like, um, the Auntie Taylor's have to go do something. Yeah. Okay, guys, you, uh, that's it for us this week. Uh, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. It means literally everything to podcasters. And uh, yeah, that's it for us. Until next week, bye, girl, bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.